Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Cystic Fibrosis Ireland said they no longer are sure that the HSE can negotiate fairly with the pharmaceutical uh, company on the cost of revolutionary drugs for young children. Some 35 children in need of a specialist drug, Caftrio, have been in limbo since May as the HSE and pharmaceutical company Vertex argue over extending a drug price deal to include more health conditions. Now, CF Ireland have also called for the public debate following the comments made by the director of the health body advising the HSC on the value for money in medications. Now, CF Ireland CEO Philip Watt said, our confidence is very shaken that the National Centre for Pharmaceutical Economics has the capacity to act fair for fair judges in the pricing and reimbursement of CAFTRIO to study for 35 children with cystic fibrosis. He said the approach being taken is problematic. We would challenge the NCPE to take part in a public debate with Cystic Fibrosis Ireland on their recent statements. Uh, Mr. Watts said his organisation is fearful that the financial focus means the children will be missing out. And there is no recognition from the NCPE in their statements that these drugs known as CFTR modulators have revolutionised CF care in Ireland. I think you might remember going back a few years ago, we spoke about Orcambi and we spoke to people who had CF and how that changed their lives. And that wasn't available either at the time. And obviously there was a lot of debate about that. Now, Gran Ewing, uh, Gran Ewing uh, whose daughters Fia and Quiva are affected, said uh, the HSC are not taking the cost of the care they need into account, including bronchoscopy, uh, just last week. And Grania joins me on the air. Good afternoon to you, Grania. Good afternoon, Niall. How are you? Okay, you're saying they're not taking it seriously. It's affecting your children's quality of life. Now, can you explain to people in relation to this drug, uh, Caftrio, um, how that helps your children? I know it's not a cure for CF, but certainly it helps them deal with the symptoms of CF and how do, how it actually helps. So um, my girls would have constant um, exacerbations, constant coughs. We have to be very constant with their medication and their routine daily. Their routine can take from up to an hour, up to three hours, depending on how well or how sick they are. Um, on top of that, a lot of physio, a lot of movement, a lot of coughing up all the mucus that's just sitting in their lungs. This drug has revolutionized that for the people that are already on it. Um, we know in some cases that um, you do a sweat test when they're young to determine whether they have cystic fibrosis or not. And some of these sweat tests are coming back clear. They're not showing cystic fibrosis in some of the patients that are already on this drug. Um, and to be denying 35 children this drug based on some omission within a contract or some issue between Vertex and the HSC is absolute discrimination for our kids. There are 690 people in Ireland already on this drug and there's 35 been denied it. Um, it it's been tagged the, a life-changing medication and we've seen that it's life-changing for those people that are on it. Some kids who were unable to do a flight of stairs are now running 5Ks or playing full football That's matches. That's incredible, you know? isn't it? Incredible. Un- unbelievable, the change in some of the kids at the minute, yeah. I mean, I remember listening to an interview going back about five or six years ago on radio, and I'm not too sure who the individual was, but it was the individual responsible for spending the money in, within the HSE on medications and deciding which drugs get priority. 
and they talked about the cost of some medication can be very expensive. And we talked, going back about five years ago, in relation to Orcambi, which I'm sure you're familiar with, um, yeah. uh, and how that changed the lives of many adults. But at the time, they couldn't get it. Eventually, uh, they decided to pay, the HSE decided to pay for it. So this particular drug, is it expensive? Yes, it's expensive, but so was Orcambi. And the deal was done five years ago. And for any drugs coming down the pipeline, they were included within this deal. That's what we understood. Mm-hmm. So it opened for the 6 to 11s in May, and there's 170 kids within the 6 to 11. So 135 children got this drug, and 35 children were left I, out. I, I don't understand the logic of why you would leave a child out just because of their age. That doesn't, not, it, doesn't make any not sense. Because, no, not because of their age. It's because of their gene type. So my girls would have a rarer gene. But all these genes were included in the over 12s, but they've somehow forgotten to add them in in the under 12s. Okay. Um, so we, it, it's nothing to do with their age, and our kids haven't been on any modulators, so or Candy or Tracasta or any of these. So our kids were top of the list to get this drug because they're the ones who need it the most at the minute because they've been on nothing. And to be told in May, sorry, actually, you can't have it. And within that month, my daughter was hospitalised and had to go and intervene as drugs because of her health, because of her declining health. And cystic fibrosis suffers, you don't get better, you deteriorate. And so the longer we have to wait for the HSE and Vertex to make up their mind, the more damage has been done to our kids. And, and, that, and just to reiterate that, none of these drugs will ever cure cystic fibrosis, but what they do is make it very manageable so people can have a quality of life. And that's Well, my kids... Yeah, sorry. Um, Fee at the minute is doing three hours of of routine a day. You know, how does mm. a child live when they have to sit for an hour before school and you have to take them in? And we have to schedule our whole day around well, can you Can you just, Grainne, just for people who maybe don't have a great understanding in relation to Fia and Quiva, can you explain your day? How does your day go? Give us a little kind of rough idea, an edited version of your timetable in relation to managing their symptoms. Yeah, so they're up early in the morning and they have to do start with their inhaler. They move on to a, a nebulizer, which is a saline machine, and that's a sucking machine, so they're sucking in the salt air. That then moves the mucus, and then after that they have to do their physio, which is a blowing apparatus, um, the aerobica. So they could blow and blow and blow until they're coughing and moving all this mucus. And then after that there's more inhalers, there's nasal squirts, um, there's more physiotherapy, anything to get this mucus moving and out of their system. The longer the mucus sits in their system, the more likely they are for infection. Um, the girls with the heat at the minute and stuff, they're, it's really sucking life out of them at the minute with the heat and mm. all the go in the summer that's involved in that. So we have to watch that very closely. Any kind of cough they have at the minute, we have to be on top of it because they're picking up an infection, they're picking up a bug. So it's constant what we have to do just to maintain their health at the minute. And this, this drug is, is two tablets a day. Um, and it's, it's eliminating a lot of this routine for all these kids that are on it at the minute. We're talking two tablets a day. And I have to go to the pharmacy again today now and fill an antibiotic for Fia. I think out of the seven months this year, Fia has been on an antibiotic for maybe five and a half of the seven months already this year. When I can go to that pharmacy and I can see Caftrio in the, on the counter and I can't have it. And there's another child that must be heart, locally. That, that must be heartbreaking knowing that your little kids are there or at home or whatever it is. 
struggling to breathe, ending up in hospital, as you said, Quiva did, and life support there for a little while or whatever it was that had happened to her. And you're walking into the pharmacies knowing from your experience and the experiences of other people with children like yours that there are drugs sitting behind the counter, but they can't give them to you. It's, it's crushing. It's absolutely crushing. And it's also crushing for that other mother I know because she, she wants to give them to me. She can't give them to me. Our consultant just can't write a prescription for my two girls and the 33 other kids, but he can write a prescription for 135 other children. It makes absolutely no sense to us. And that Just because of a piece of paper, because of what's written on a yeah. piece of paper. Yeah, yeah, because they forgot to write a couple of genes on a piece of paper. And who, who can fix this? In your mind, obviously the Minister of Health, Stephen Donnelly, would have some influence over this at the head of the HSC. So who, I mean, who have you approached so far or who have you kind of challenged in relation to this so far? So we've been looking to speak with Stephen Donnelly for the last three months. Um, his stance at the minute is uh, the talks are at a sensitive point between Vertex and the HSC, so he doesn't want to get involved. Our Minister for Health doesn't want to get involved in a health issue that's affecting... He doesn't want to get involved? No, no. But he's the Minister for Health? Yeah, yeah. That's that's the response we've gotten for three months is that the talks are at a sensitive point. Uh, He's willing to meet with patients, absolutely, but just not right now. It's not convenient for him to meet with us right now. And now that all have broken up for the summer, we're still left. Vertex and the HSE haven't met since the 4th of July. We're nearly a month waiting for them to have another meeting and, and our Minister for Health doesn't want to get involved. Where where are we left? We're just left in limbo. We're just left waiting. And what and about local politicians? Have you any Fianna Fáil or Fine Gael local politicians that you've been able to talk to maybe? We've lobbied every TD we know and they have spoken on our behalf in the Dáil. Um, they're getting the same response from the HSE which is, you know, it's a work in progress. We're getting not a lot from Vertex, work in progress. Although Vertex a couple of months said, we're not looking for more money, we're looking for the same money. But they do, do, you think money, said, do you think money is the issue here? Do you think yeah, that... Yeah, yeah. That's incredible. But, um, but, it's incredible but, when we look at the, the, the amount of money that we squander in this country yeah. and we waste and the in this HSE, country. Yeah, huge. And there's 690 people on this drug already within the contract. That's what I'm saying. Another, another 35, 35 is not going to make a huge amount of difference, is it, really? Exactly. We're, we're such a small group and... There, we can't make as much noise as they did for Orkambi because there was thousands involved in Orkambi. There's such a small group. Just give us the drug and figure out your own stuff. You know, just just give us the drug and put us out of our misery. And our kids, our kids need it. They're struggling every day without it. Stay there for a second, Grania, because I want to go to Sarah as well, who's in a very similar situation with her son, Charlie, who's seven years of age. Uh, Sarah, good afternoon to you. Yes, good afternoon. Thank you for having me. I, I'm listening to Grania here. And before this, I'll be honest with you, when I spoke to Ashley this morning in relation to it, and she was just kind of giving me the, the kind of brief on it, the lowdown, I didn't have a great understanding of it. But my heart is broken listening to her. I yes. Mean, this is yeah. devastating. It, you know, and it, it's sad that actually Grania and I have at, had to, to meet under these circumstances. You know, it's, it, as, as Grania said, you know, it is such a small group of us, and we have been trying so hard for the past few months and you know we, we've been lobbying together and helping each other and it's just been so emotionally draining on us having to do this and yeah it's it's just we, we're just feel like like we're just hitting ourselves against the wall you know now in Charlie's case he's using a feeding tube and uh, basically a peg and if he got Caprio he would he, hopefully he wouldn't no longer need to do that. 
That's correct. Yeah, we we found out first that Charlie would avail of Craft Trio of November of last year from the the CF team in Kremlin, who who are wonderful, by the way. And they were delighted that he was going to be starting because they thought it would really benefit him, especially in terms of he, he suffers from pancreatic insufficiency as a result of the cystic fibrosis, which means he, he needs a feeding tube. He's a dependent on a feeding tube. And the idea would be that once he would start calf trio, that we could wean him off the feeding tube and he could live a more normal life. Um, he, he, before the feeding tube, he was at a, a 0%. Uh, BMI. Okay. Uh, the food, the feeding tube has helped him, but yeah. it does limit him quite a bit. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, to just enjoying food and enjoying his life to some degree, or having a quality of life, I suppose yeah. as well. And that's what this is about. It's about giving a child a quality of life to make them feel like every other child to some degree, as best as possible. Anyway, and that's right. and as a parent for you, that same experience of going into a pharmacy knowing that it's there on the shelf, but you can't have it. That must be terrible for you too, thinking of poor little Charlie. It isn't. And, you know, for for us, you know, I wish we were never given the hope. I think it's more cruel that we were given hope. Nobody ever mentioned anything to us, Grania's family, any of the other families of these children, that there was any issue of something to do with the genotype in a contract. All of the consultants were very, very positive and encouraging that our kids would be starting so, you know, we, we were happy. We did all the pre-drug testing. We completed all of the requirements for our children. But I don't. Then, I, I still don't understand when you say the genome type, what's the difference in your child with CF and another child with CF with a different genome type? I, I, I don't pretend to understand that. So and I don't understand how somebody can be denied a drug because of the genome type. That's it. it that would be like denying a child because, you know, Charlie has blue eyes and Kevin has green eyes. Well, sorry, Charlie, with your blue eyes, you know, you don't you're get not it. getting... Yeah, th- because, that's exactly because it's, what it it's is. A, because it says it on the form. That's exactly it, yeah. yeah. There's no medical reason, as Grania said. You know, these children would actually benefit more because they're not on any modulator drugs. Mm-hmm. It's purely because of when this contract was created, they have omitted these 35 children. And then, well, well then... If it's not the cost, and I can't, I can't understand, I know Grania believes it's the cost, but when I think of the amount of money that's wasted within the HSE and squandered in the HSE, not only on the, the head of the HSE's salary, but on everything else, I, I can't understand that it would be the cost. That it's only a matter of changing something on a piece of paper. I don't understand what the problem is or what the hold-up is. Is there any other reason for this hold-up, in your opinion? No, no. I, I'm completely of the same opinion as Grania, that it is, it, it's over money that they didn't, but I think it's not our fault that they, whoever made this contract at the time, you know, they made the mistake. We didn't make the mistake. We were told that our children were going to be given medication. We made the preparation. We did everything that was required of us for our children to get this medication. And then we were told very abruptly, like in our case, I took Charlie to Crumlin from Sligo specifically for blood tests, sweat tests, everything for Caftrio. And I found out three days later via Facebook that now Charlie and 34 other children were not going to be granted the drug after going to all of this preparation and being told that we were. And it's purely because they were not included in this contract. And even, like as Grania said, Vertex have agreed to give the drug at the exact same price. And I'm sorry, whoever worked on this budget at the time, if they have made a mistake and they did not budget for these 35 children, that's not our fault. 
And but they, that, but they couldn't they couldn't be denying it based on the fact that there's an extra thirty five based on how many they already give out anyway. And and look, it's an expensive drug, but if it makes people's quality, particularly children, by the way, the most vulnerable in society, it makes their quality of life better. Who cares? I mean, it's only money. But but they couldn't be basing this on just the extra cost of thirty five children. That to me, that makes little or no sense. I, but mind but you, the I, HSE I, makes little or no sense most of the time. Sorry, Grania. Come in there for yes. one second. Sorry, it's that. If Quiva was 11 today, she can't have it. And if she's 12 tomorrow, she can have it. So where is the issue with budget? Because in, you know, over a couple of weeks, some of these kids are actually going to turn 12 and we'll have the drug in their hands. So we think it's just two hothead companies um, battling between each other at the minute, Vertex and the HSC, to see who's the alpha male who's going to come out on top. And actually in the interim, we're suffering while they're battling this out between them. And if... If one of that's, the kids that's turns shocking. To even think of that, Grania, and the way you describe that, you know, I, talking about the two alpha males battling it out. Yeah, yeah. But it's shocking to think that a child, you know, and whatever about an adult, but mind you, that would be equally as bad. But a child is sitting there suffering and going through what your children are going through, which could be, I'm not saying fixed, but certainly made e- better and life made easier tomorrow, you know, by just signing a piece of paper. Absolutely life changing. And Fia is six and the way they're talking, they want us to wait until she's 12. That's six years of damage. That's six years of CF damage. That's six, six years of misery. Misery, hospitalizations, antibiotics. It's constant. And we, we can't wait six years to get this drug. And what is the difference between her being six and her being 12? We know this drug works. Yeah, there's no, med- know- just to clarify, there's no medical reason why she can't go on No it. medical no. reason, no, no. And, and we're getting nothing. We're getting no information We've been completely left in the dark by Vertex and the HSE. Their last meeting was the 4th of July and we've heard nothing since. Doesn't surprise me, by the way, in relation to Stephen Donnelly yeah. saying that he doesn't want to get involved at the moment. So we've been trying to get him on the show for two years. Uh, stay there for a second. <laughs> Let me go to Cara. Cara, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. You've been listening to Sarah there in Grainne. Your son, oh, yeah, yeah. Your son is 10. He's 10 and he also has cystic fibrosis. Yeah, that's correct. Um, we're in the very fortunate situation that Leon has access to Castrio, and he has had that for the last three months. But also, prior to that, because of his gene type, he was um, able to go on the Orcambi, and he's he had benefit of four years of that as well. And I can tell you, he's a very well child now. So, give, okay, to give us an example, and I certainly don't want to make Sarah, upset Sarah or Grania in talking no, this. But, but it's how- very important that that as a community that we stand up for the kids that haven't had access to any drugs. So, you know, if, if us um, coming forward and, and saying, you know, that our kids are benefiting from this helps at all, then it's really important. I think so. OK, so to so give me an example, you would have been going through what Grania's going through with Fia and Quiva and Charlie, of course, as well. Uh, before, I mean, this yeah. kind of daily routine of having to clear out their chest constantly and all this kind of stuff. What was the difference when you went on Caftio? Well, Leon was six when he was, um, when he was first of all, given Orcambi. So um, I know um, one of the girls has a six-year-old um, and very much at that point in time, his health was really starting to deteriorate. He couldn't gain weight. His energy was extremely poor that winter. Um, he started his Orcambi, which was the original modulator that he was allowed on that March. But like myself and my husband, you know, we had evenings where we sat down going, oh, my God, this is the start of a really big decline, you know. And and then 
um, our timing was as such that he got the Orkambi that March and it just changed so much. His weight became stable, his energy increased um, and he did. He had four years of this really holding his health so well and then the, the, uh, Castrio is basically the next, um, the next stage, yes. stage of this drug and so he's three months on that and I tell you now, now we've you know, with the last two years, it's been extremely difficult for families with cystic fibrosis because of COVID as well. You know, we've, we've been yes, yeah. more, you know, kind of locked away than usual because we've always had um, infection control in our lives and it's extremely limiting for families in terms of what we can do when, when people are sick and everything else like that. Be- because so unfortunately, when you have cystic fibrosis, a cold or a chest infection will lead to yeah. you being hospitalised, of course. It can do, yeah. yeah. Or it can lead you to be on months um, of antibiotics, uh, very standard um, um, bacteria that doesn't affect people without CF can can cause somebody with CF to be on. Um, in, and in the case of our son, he had three years of very high-tech drugs, um, antibiotics that he had to be on to beat one bacteria that wouldn't, that you or I wouldn't have to be treated for because because our bodies... Our wouldn't. antibodies would deal with it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, so... Um, so, you know, they, they have a huge burden of um, um, care in terms of the amount of nebulizers, the amount of antibiotics. They're hammered. I, I, I was listening there. I just caught Gronia talking about the last seven of, um, five and a half out of seven months. Leon was frequently like that at that age. He was, you know, we used to count the months going, oh, my God, you know, he's been like nine months of antibiotics out of 12. or And that's standard when when yeah. you don't have drugs like this in your kid's life they're constantly on these really hard drugs all the time and these aren't you know these are uh, are cf dose drugs um they're they're a higher um dosage than maybe a, a child would normally get for clearing say a standard mm-hmm. infection or something so it's really hardcore but when so, okay so um, he's got the capture now which is two uh, it's two tablets a day is it so yeah so well you have two in the morning and then two in the evening oh okay Okay. Um, and um, basically, um, this drug for the people that have been on or can be, um, a lot of us have noticed that um, uh, that there hasn't been a huge, huge difference because they were kept really well for the last four years. Yeah. But what I can say is that um, he his energy is off the charts compared to what it was. So like he's just done three weeks of summer camps. You know. So in other words, his his health, and I hate to use the word normal because it's a horrible word, but his health yeah, is, is like that of a normal child of a 10-year-old now. Obviously, he still has CF, and yeah, it's, but it's now manageable. It's, it's so manageable in, 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 in comparison to the amount of nebulizers and antibiotics and all the other, like he still has, a, a, like this doesn't take away the need for CF care. No, of like, course. still you still have to make sure that their airways are being cleared and you might, like we still use nebulizers daily, um, but not antibiotic nebulizers. They're more saline and they're more kind of like just to keep him, um, just to keep his, his chest clear. But he exercises constantly now because he has the energy to do it. So he's like know? a little boy, in other words. He's running around like oh. doing all the things that little boys do. Flying it. Like I, I, okay, really so when, just let me just go back if I can. Stay there with us for a second because I want to go back, you know, to, to Sarah there who's been listening to Langrania. Sarah, I mean, that's what you want, isn't it? That's all you want. No, that, that's exactly it. You know, you know it's, it's, it's 
Charlie will be doing his treatments in the morning and he'll, his friends will be waiting outside the house waiting for him to come out, but he can't come out until he completes all of his nebulizers and his physio, you know, doing any sleepovers or anything that requires any overnight travel is just because of this, the feeding tube, it, you know, it, it takes on a completely different level of everything. So it's it's so wonderful when we hear these stories about these children that are, you know, it, it's made such a huge difference in their lives. It almost sounds like a miracle drug, and I hate to use that term too loosely, but it does, I mean, Grania, it does sound like a miracle drug, doesn't it? It is a miracle drug, and to hear, just to hear the other parents and how amazing their kids are getting on, it's, it's heartbreaking for us because we were all together in this week for CAF Trio and we were all so excited for it and that we can't, as a community, be excited for the parents that now have it for their 6 to 11-year-olds and the change in them. And they can't broadcast it on our Facebook group like all the other parents have done because they're, they're feeling for the 35 kids who don't have it and who are suffering right now. And I seen, I seen a photograph here. there a few minutes ago. Ashley just put up my screen of your two little girls. Oh. And they look yeah. absolutely beautiful. But uh, the quality of life is what you really want for them. You want that quality of life that Leon has, that he was away on summer camp there for three weeks, and that's all you want for them. And I don't think that's yeah. much to ask. It's it's not a lot to ask. And CF is an internal illness. We can't see the damage that's been done inside of them. We, we just hear it in their coffin. We see it in their energy levels. Um, and no, people will always say, but they don't look sick, you know, they don't look like sick kids. Yeah. We spend three hours a day to keep them healthy, you know. Um, yeah. we everything, everything we do has a risk factor, so we have to analyse and check everything we do with them every day. And to just be able to go, no, you know what, girls, off you go and play. Yeah, you can do that. Yes, you can do that. Rather than going, no, we can't do that. And no, we have to check that. And COVID numbers are too high or infections are too high. It's winter. We can't do anything. Just to be able to give them those tablets and go, they're protected. Their their immune system is stronger and they're healthier. Now we can just let them out and let them be kids. And at the minute we can't do that because of an issue within a contract. Well, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We are going to follow it up a little bit. I think we need to because... I feel I need to do something personally because I just think this is, I just think this is awful. I, I'm yeah. I I didn't have an understanding of it before you came on the air. I'm going to be completely honest, um, because of course we cover so many different things, and I didn't have an understanding. But I'm actually heartbroken listening to it. I and and no disrespect by the way to Leon and how wonderful he's doing, but I think your two children deserve that same. Uh, that they should be entitled to that same quality of life if it's available to them. Now, don't get me wrong, if there was no drug available, of course, that's just the way it has to be. But if it's available to them, I don't see why money should ever be an object. Money should never come between a child and their health. Ever. No, that, dr- that drug is there. It's in the pharmacy, but we can't have it. And it's, it's only 35 it's children. It'd be different if, if it, discrimination. But you know what? It'd be different if it was something that could be abused by people or something like that. Yeah. You know, I don't know, some sort of drug that could be abused by people. No, but I it's not. It can only be used by those 35 children. Yes, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, um, this could be solved literally with the stroke of a pen. Mm-hmm. Like this, the, 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 this is within somebody's power to make this available to these 35 Somebody children. within and, the HSE. Yeah, they, this, yeah. Is, this is a stroke of a pen. That's all this is, and somebody needs to do that. And, and to clarify once again, there is no med because your clinicians, I'm sure, I'm assuming your consultants that you spoke to, they're quite happy to see your children on this drug. So that it's not it's not that somebody's objecting to it on the grounds that it might not be good for their age group or their or their genome type. 
the drug is good for them. It's just a matter of something that's been written on a piece of paper. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, nothing, it's nothing to do with a medical issue at all. Like I said, if Quiva's 11, she can't have it. If she's 12, she can't have it. it, it th- there's no reason behind it. Somebody forgot to write in these genotypes in that part of the contract for the under 12, and they just forgot. Now, just fix it. Just write it in and just be done with it and give us the drug. Well, listen. Absolutely. You've all made a very good point today and a very good argument. And I know Ashling as well. She's sitting outside there and she's kind of nodding her head constantly listening to the, as we all are, completely in shock at something which is just bureaucracy. That's all it is. It's just pure yeah. bureaucracy. And it's not going to cost the state that much when we think about the money we squander in this country on silly stuff. So realistically, uh, we're going to have to look into it a little bit further and go a little bit further with this. But this I appreciate you coming on the air and I'm sure we'll talk to you very soon again. Uh, Sarah Grania and Cara, thank you very much indeed. Because I think, I, I think, Cara, it was important that you come on to give listeners an indication of how, you know, it's not just, you know, a story that Sarah's making up or Grind's making up, but how it's changed your child's life. It has. It really yeah. has. And, 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 and it's just for us as a family, like we, we can identify absolutely with the, with, with the weight for these drugs. But we never got there's this cruel blow whereby our child was medically able to have it. But then this bureaucracy has come in like we fought for the drugs when Orkambi was coming online because that, that suited Leon's genes. Um, uh, and now that the, the drugs are here to suit children with different gene types, there's, there should be no financial barrier. This drug should be in their hands and they should be getting the benefits of it. All right, we, look, we, we will follow it up with some maybe politicians who may be friends of the show in the past and see what they can do as well. All right, listen, thank, thank you very much indeed and I appreciate you coming on the air alright there you go Grania, Sarah and also Cara there at the end talking about their children uh, obviously Grania and Sarah look, all they're doing is looking for the child to have a quality life the drug is there imagine walking into a pharmacy knowing you can see the drug on the shelf and your consultant is quite happy for your child to take it it's got to make a big difference to their lives and the pharmacist can't give it to you because it doesn't say it on that piece of paper there that contract that was signed between the government and the pharmaceutical company because that, that, that particular genome type is not on the list. So those 35 kids can't have it. I'm sorry, you may suffer. But the rest of you can have it. You're a grand. But unless you can get somebody just to scratch that off there. That's all it means. And then you get on to the Minister for Health, the man responsible for, for all this. He doesn't want to get involved. Not at the moment. It's in a fragile state at the moment, you know. It, basically because they're negotiating with a pharmaceutical company because there's no doubt these drugs are expensive because the reason they're expensive is because of research and development. It's nothing to do with pharmaceutical companies by the way ripping people off. They have to make a profit. That's the business they're in. But it's research and development for a small amount of people. They need a certain type of drug and that drug costs money to research and develop. So they charge quite a lot of money for it. And But if they're, if they're willing to pay for it, for some people, why not all? It's not like it can be abused by people in some sort of way. You know, people are not going to buy it. Oh, I'll get it for free because I can that's, that's not going to happen. You're not going to bother getting it for free because you can just, if you don't have CF. We had the same argument years ago with our Crombie as well. But look, we will get on to it. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Oh!